It's time, folks. It is time. We put it off too long. We have to talk about it. It's time to talk some Gophers hockey here in the state of hockey with Locked On Golden Gophers. Hey, you are no Locked On happens, Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden out, Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen when it comes to Gophers Daily Sports. I'm Kane Robb, host of the podcast. Apologize for how I look. I just came from the gym, booked it back here because I have a special guest to be here on the show with us, and I had to make sure to be here on time so we could get this thing knocked out for you. So, Pardon the the rough looks, but besides that, be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the greatest info when it comes to Gopher Sports. We're talking hockey now. We're talking basketball. We still have updates with football. You don't want to miss any of it. So hit subscribe on YouTube and follow wherever you get your podcast at Locked On Golden Gophers and leave a five-star review while you're there. It helps others find the show and we're building the community. It's so much fun to see the comments flowing in on the YouTube videos. And like I said, we're talking hockey. Now, today we've got a special guest that I'll introduce here shortly. We've also got two other guests in the next few weeks that'll be coming here to talk hockey. And these guys know Gophers hockey like no other. So definitely hit subscribe. Wait no further. Let's jump in today, which is an episode brought to you by Bet Online, And we're jumping in now. All right, Gophers fans, you're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name's Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former f- collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant, here to talk Golden Gophers with you. And like I said, I work more in the football and basketball realms, but this is the state of hockey, and we have to talk about hockey when it comes to the Minnesota Golden Gophers. So I brought on friend of the show, Alex Micheletti. He definitely knows what he's talking about when it comes to college hockey, when it comes to the pros, and he's even been on Locked On Wild, so you might have seen him over there as well. And he is the son of a great gopher legend when it comes to hockey, but he we got him here because he's a friend of the show and we know he knows hockey. So without further ado, Alex Micheletti, thank you for coming on the show with us. Yeah, thank you, Kane, so much. Um, I was excited to make uh, my Locked On Golden Gophers uh, podcast debut. Like uh, like you mentioned, I uh, joined uh, Seth Topol on Locked On Wild um, every weekend. Um, so yeah, this is uh, exciting. Uh, exciting, you know, time in, in the hockey world, uh, in college hockey and in NHL. Um, and, you know, we're gearing towards uh, uh, you know the playoffs uh, and and NCAA tournament. Uh, so yeah, it's fun, fun time to join for sure. Yeah, definitely had to get up to date. And so this show will be for the diehards, but also for the people who are looking to tune in now. Football's done. Basketball's kind of slow right now for the Gophers. And so let's get them caught up. Right now, the Gophers are doing fairly well. They've dropped a couple games. Maybe they shouldn't have, but overall, they're 16-6 and with 908 points, ranked second in the nation, uh, just in front of St. Cloud State, who they just split a home-and-home series with. And so... What are you feeling with the Gophers so far this season? What has stuck out to you and impressed you? And maybe what are some worries? Yeah, I mean, this is 
one of the most talented teams in the country for sure. Um, you know, the, this freshman class that, that has come in has taken <laughs> uh, the college hockey world by storm. Uh, they have, they have one of the best lines in college hockey uh, with Logan Cooley, uh, like, you know, like I mentioned, the freshman and uh, Jimmy Snuggerud and then Matthew Nyes. Um, those three together, are just, just absolutely incredible. And, um, you know, they have one of the best defensive uh, cores in the country too. Uh, they have multiple guys that are going to be playing in the NHL. Um, you know, their captain Brock Faber um, is a uh, Minnesota wild uh uh, yeah, they have his rights. They, they didn't draft him, but the, they picked him up this summer uh, when the Wild traded uh, Kevin Fiala to the Kings and Brock Faber was a was a Kings draft pick. And so it's really fun to watch uh, watch him and how his career has developed at, um, at the U. And yeah, um, you know, they in net too and Justin Close, uh, he's been one of the best uh, goalies in college hockey. Um, one of the things that you might might worry about is just uh, um, you can't, uh, um, you know, sometimes these guys are overhyped and, you, <laughs> um, you know, the praise, you know, can, you know, sometimes get to you and uh, they've been to the Frozen Four the past couple of seasons and just haven't gotten to the, uh, you know, to the winning it. Um, so we'll see if they can go all the way this year. I think this is the most most talented team they've had since they won, you know, those national titles back in, uh, 2002 and 2003. So, you know, hopefully they can get the, the, you know, the monkey off their back and get, uh, get that national you know, title this, uh, this season. Absolutely. And they have a lot of returners back. You've got Rijo, Lacombe, Faber, like you mentioned, and Nyes yeah. all back, but the, the freshmen, they were hyped coming in. They yeah. were the number one class, I believe. And I'm just curious, have the have the freshmen surprised you at all with how well they've been doing? I mean, we knew they were going to be good, but like you said, Snuggerud and Cooley are literally leading the team in points with 28 and 27 respectively. So what has surprised you with this class? Is it surprising how well they are from the jump or did you kind of expect this heading into it? You know, uh, I didn't realize how good Jimmy Snuggerud was. You know, um, you know, I knew Logan Cooley was. You know, he was the third overall pick, but uh, you know, Jimmy's right there. I think both of them could play in the NHL next season if you know, you know, if uh, Arizona and St. Louis want want to sign both of those guys. Um, they are just un- unbelievable talents. Jimmy's got an NHL level shot, and and Cooley, um, you know, he's got a little nasty to his game too. He he likes to you know rough it up in the corners, and uh, I don't know if you saw when they played Penn State, but um, you know he checked uh, uh, he uh, he got checked in into the class, and the glass shattered at at Mariucci. That was that was just crazy, um, <laughs> and. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the entire class has just been incredible. Um, you know, Bob Ma- Bob Matsko is doing a great job recruiting, and um, you know, getting a lot of those guys from the national development team. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, those guys always tend to be, you know, um, you know, drafted really high too, um, and so the expectations for them uh, are, are extremely high. Um, and they've, uh, you know, they've, they've done it, um, you know, so yeah, it's exciting, exciting to watch those guys, you know, continue to develop and, you know, they'll, they'll definitely be in the NHL very soon. For sure. Now across the entire team, not just the freshmen, but 
the whole roster and what you've seen this far, who's been the biggest surprise player for you, in your opinion, for the Minnesota Golden Gophers? Yeah, I would say Jackson Nelson. Um, you know, he was originally, uh, you know, Don Lucia recruit. And, you know, then um, uh, he was an amazing high school um, player in southern Minnesota. Um, and he, the, the Gophers usually don't recruit from from southern Minnesota in those small, tiny schools. And, um, you know, he was undrafted and, uh, you know, he plays on the on the top power play with uh, with those, you know, with uh, um, Lacombe and, and, and Nyes and uh, Cooley, those guys, Snuggerud. And um, he's been just awesome uh, in the faceoff dot. Um, and uh, he's been scoring some big time goals for the Gophers, too. And so you, you need those seniors, um, too, to, to help you. Right. You can't always <laughs> rely on the young guns. Um, and so for uh, for the way he's been playing this season, he, uh, he's been really fun to watch. Awesome. No, love to hear it. And then who are maybe some of the not as well-known Gophers to keep an eye on in future years as guys like Rijo, Nyes, right. Faber, and Lacombe head to the pros, maybe even those freshmen like we were saying, who are some maybe less-known players that should be able to provide some juice once those guys make the next step? Yeah, um, you know, a guy like uh, another guy that uh, has been kind of underrated is Mason Nevers. Um, you know, uh, he's, uh, he's had a heck of a season. Um, you know, they're going to definitely rely on his leadership, you know, going, you know, going next year. Cause I, I don't think he'll, he'll sign, uh, anywhere. Um, you know, he's been really fun to watch. He Dinah kid. Um, this, uh, go first team tends to ha- have a ton of, uh, you know, Dinah, Dinah kids on, on the roster. Heck his, his younger brother just committed to the U today. I saw, I saw, I was like, his brother Jackson just committed. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, of course, you know, just keep, keep the pipeline, uh, rolling there. Um, you know, uh, another guy that's, uh, you know, had an interesting season, Brett Pitlick, um, you know, uh, his, uh, you know, he's had quite, quite the up and down, uh, season. Well, uh, you know, he had that interesting moment against North Dakota where he threw his, uh, his stick into the crowd after, after he scored, that was, that was something else. Um, uh, you know, he's, he, his speed is is unmatched. He's one of the fastest guys in in the Big Ten. Um, you know, another guy that was you know that just came off the the World Juniors um, was Luke Luke Middlestead, uh, younger brother mm-hmm. Casey Middlestead, and his uh, other brother is uh, on the team with them. Uh, you know, uh, another guy, Aaron Huglin. Um, you know, he's a Buffalo um, draft pick. He's he's so much fun to watch. Uh, Brody Lamb. Uh, you know, another Southern Minnesota kid. Um, you know, he Rangers draft pick. Um, so yeah, so some of those guys are going to be guys that, you know, I don't think, uh, will sign. I think they'll, they'll, you know, play for uh, a couple more years. And, you know, that's one of the things, you know, Bob has always tried to get this team to be older, but it's tough. You know, they, uh, they recruit, you know, really, uh, really young and all those guys, they, you know, they get drafted and they want to come in right away at 18. Right. Uh, so it's, it's tough, but he, you know, he's starting to, you know, get some guys that are going to, you know, stick around for those, you know, three or four years. And so, you know, those are some of the names for, for Gopher fans to, to look out for a guy on the back end too. I forgot to mention Ryan Chesley, um, Mm -hmm. Washington Capitals draft pick, uh, that kid is just a stud. And, uh, you know, it's tough for those guys on the, on the back end too, uh, because they, they have so much competition and, uh, a lot of those older guys, um, 
play a ton of minutes. Uh, you know, Brock favor, uh, you know, he, uh, he's, he always seems to be on the ice. Jackson Lacombe is always on the ice. Uh, uh, and so, uh, you know, Ryan Johnson too has been, you know, like you know, a senior, he could have signed, but he came back. And so, um, you know, guys like Chesley, Cal Thomas, they'll, they'll start to get uh, more ice time. Cause, uh, those guys, uh, you know, like I said, the older guys will be gone. And uh, so, yeah, lots of exciting talent uh, is, you know, is coming through um, the pipeline. It sounds too. like it sounds like we're in good hands still. Yes. Like even if those guys move on, you've got those guys you just mentioned. And then the class that they're bringing in next year looks Studs. really good as well. <laughs> so, I mean, the Gophers are in good hands. If you're not a hockey fan yet, it's time to hop on board because this team is very exciting and hopefully they'll be pushing for a national championship this year. Now, We've talked a little bit about some of the overarching things, but let's talk about what we've seen on the ice thus far. We're going to talk about that coming up next, but first let's talk about our friends over at BetOnline. BetOnline is where the game starts. They've got more props, more lines, and more odds than ever before. So definitely be sure if you're looking to place a bet or even make a family bet, you know, you're trying to bet with your parents or your brother, or your sister, your significant other, you name it, find the odds, go take a look at it before you make that bet over at Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, so let's jump in. Now, like we said, the Gophers are 16 and six and their next opponent is is going to be when this podcast drops, which will be on Friday. We're recording it a little bit early, but their next opponent will be the night that you hear this versus Notre Dame in South Bend. Now, is that two-game series in Notre Dame one that the Gophers absolutely have to win handily, or what do you think heading into that game? Yeah, it's it's huge. I mean, you know, they they're uh, you know they're trying to maintain uh, you know you know, uh, you know, trying, they're trying to get a first, uh, you know, uh, seed in, in the NCAA tournament. And so, uh, you know, they have to continue winning, um, in, in college hockey, um, there's, uh, it's called the pairwise and the, in the top 16 in that, uh, uh, make the NCAA tournament. And so if you're in that top four, you get a, a number one seed. And so, um, that's what they're just trying to do. They're trying to maintain that, uh, rank top dog ranking, uh, the Gopher uh, Twitter account had some fun with St. Cloud uh, earlier this week, uh, you know, saying they were the top, you know, you know, top dogs. And so, uh, yeah, the, you know, it's just it's another another huge weekend for them. Uh, you know, try try to get another uh, try to get a sweep. You know, they're coming off a split, and so mm-hmm. um, in college hockey, um, you know, you have those um, Friday Saturday usually. Um, and so, um, you, 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 you want sweeps. That's, that's the name of the game in, 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 in college hockey. And so they've, they've done a really good job. Uh, you know, most weekends here, they've been, uh, you know, getting sweeps, uh, like you mentioned, uh, at the beginning of the episode, you know, they've dropped a couple that, you know, they wish they would have back, but, you know, coming off this past weekend, you know, St. Cloud's one of the top teams in the country, they're going to be right mm-hmm. there with the Gophers. And so, it was uh it was a fun so, this past sunday uh that game was so much fun uh you know went to overtime and and logan cooley got got the game winner you know he's number one star in uh uh in big 10 uh you know hockey so yeah they just uh got to keep keep rolling uh you know these young young guys uh that uh nice uh, cooley uh you know Snuggerud line uh like i said one of the best lines in college hockey and they just 
uh, feed off that line's energy and uh, you see if they can get a sweep. Absolutely. And is Notre Dame, I don't know how much you've yep. seen Notre Dame this season, but are they a decent team and easy to overlook or are they not really that great? Is it something that the Gophers should maybe still be on their heels about and not taking them for granted? Or how is the Notre Dame squad overall? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a tough place to play in South Bend. Um, they're they're a really frustrating team. Uh, they uh, they are really a defensive team. Uh, they like to the the play is uh, it's it's not a fun style to watch for sure. Um, yeah, they they try to bore teams uh, and. Okay. Uh, you know the Gophers. Uh, you know I got I went I went to that series uh, earlier this year when they played at Mariucci, um, and the Gophers. Um, you know they still. You know Notre Dame tried to you know make it you know low scoring, boring play. You know just chipping the you know puck uh, in, and you know the Gophers you utilize their speed. Um, you know they're one of the fastest teams in the country and. Uh, you know, they, they blew Notre Dame out both, both nights at, at Mariucci. And so it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, uh, with, uh, with Irish at home, um, and right. see if they can feed off their crowd. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, you know, the, um, those young guys for the Gophers just, just dominated all weekend. And, um, yeah, it will, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if, you know, um, if things are, you know, different, uh, on the road, um, for, for, for the sure. Gophers. It'll be cool to see if they can yeah. keep that speed and that energy on mm -hmm. the road in South Bend. So yeah. definitely something to keep an eye out for. Now, so far in the season, what has been the most disappointing loss in your opinion? To me, just again, knowing that I'm not as in-depth with the hockey. I'm trying. <laughs> we're learning. We're growing. Yes. But just looking across it all, it seems like it's the Arizona State loss. But I could be wrong there. What do you think overall has been the most disappointing? Yeah, that's a tough one because uh, um, Arizona State they're 27th in the in the pairwise, um, mm -hmm. and so they're they're kind of way out of it. You know, they don't have a conference, which really hurts them still. Mm -hmm. um, Mankato, um, you know, they're uh, they're having a down here in their in their minds. Uh, um, so that 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 was a tough loss at the beginning, uh, but you didn't know what. Uh, you know how Mankato was going to be as as the season's gone along. They've they've been kind of up and down. So those those right. are I feel like two losses. Every time yeah. you play a rival of that sort, you yeah. always get their best, even if it's a down year. Like yeah. when Minnesota plays Iowa in football, yeah. they're always going to get Iowa's best. So it's oh kind yeah, of similar. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you know uh, Mankato was uh, was at home, and so uh, you know the the team split at you know home and home, and so mm -hmm. uh, exactly like like you said, um, you know here in a hostile environment. Uh, uh, like I said, I'm a graduate from Mankato, so I know all about that. Worked for the team in, 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 when I was in college there. So, yeah, it, uh, that that was a tough loss for them. But uh, you know, that's a that's a team that they've uh, they've played in the past couple of NCAA tournaments. So it'd be yeah. it would be really funny to see if they were you know to get them again because Mankato's right on the edge there, um, and they. You know, probably be, right now. If, you know, if they were to make it, they'd probably be a four seed. Um, you know, and so, um, you know, it'd be funny if if it was a one versus four and Mankato played the Gophers. Um, so we'll, right. we'll 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 see. But yeah, that Arizona State uh, def definitely was was a tough one. Um, and yeah, we'll see <laughs> we'll see if it affects the Gophers. I I still think they'll be a one seed. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see if that one uh, comes back to haunt them at all. Perfect. Well, past the Notre Dame uh, mm -hmm. schedule, 
the schedule looks kind of tough moving forward. I mean, yeah. the remaining opponents, you've got Michigan, Michigan State, Wisconsin, again, a rivalry. Yeah. You never know what you'll get. And then Penn State and Ohio State. And of all of those, they're all ranked outside of Wisconsin right now. So mm-hmm. which remaining opponent gives you the most worry for the Gophers? Yeah, it's Michigan. Uh, Michigan is so talented. I'm super excited for for that matchup. You know, they they played earlier, and it was kind of a, just a chaos uh, weekend in uh, in Ann Arbor. Uh, you know, Michigan had a bunch of guys that were sick, um, and the Gophers were were banged up. They had guys that were sick. Uh, Justin Close didn't play uh, one of the games, and or I don't think he played either. Um, and uh, you know. It'll be nice to have both both teams uh, at full strength in a couple weeks. And Michigan has a kid named uh, Adam Fantilli, who's going to be the uh, second pick in the upcoming NHL draft. And so I'm super excited to see him because he's gonna he's gonna probably play in the NHL next season. So I'm really looking forward to seeing him in person. I've seen him on TV. You know, he played. He was at the World Juniors, uh, so he, you know he played against uh, you know Logan Cooley and, and Jimmy Snuggerud and, and Middlestad, um, and so yeah, super super excited for for that matchup. But you know, uh, Michigan Gophers they've had some battles over the past couple of years, and mm-hmm. you know Michigan has a new coach with with Mel Pearson getting uh, relieved of his duties, and so uh, you know they have a younger younger guy that that took over and. Uh, so yeah, um, super exciting squads. Um, you know, when they play, uh, you know, Ohio or Penn State, uh, uh, those are super fun weekends too. They uh, got got to see that matchup at, at Mariucci earlier, and so yeah, it'll be be fun fun to see how that uh, that goes as well. Awesome. Well, in your opinion, mm-hmm. what makes this Gophers team the most dangerous? Yeah, um, when they are going. Uh, like I like I meant like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, uh, they have one of the best defensive cores in the in the country and one of the top lines in college hockey. And so, uh, you know, they uh, can play a ton of minutes. Uh, and uh, when when Matthew Nyes is going in uh, in Cooley and Snuggerud, they are extremely dangerous. Uh, any of those guys can score at will. Um, they they dominate possession of the puck. They're so fun to watch. All, all three of them, like I said, could play, play in the NHL right now. Um, Matthew Nyes could be playing uh, next to his fellow uh, um, Arizona guy, um, Austin Matthews in Toronto. He's so fun to watch. Um, and, uh, you know, Justin Close, when he's on his game, he's one of the best goalies in the country too. So that that's a, that's a gopher team that can get very far. We saw him make the Frozen Four last year in Boston. And, mm-hmm. and this season... It's in Tampa Bay, so I'm. I know. I know all the Gopher fans here in Minnesota, uh, in the Upper Midwest. They want to get down to Tampa and enjoy yeah, that. To take that trip. <laughs> exactly. Enjoy that sunshine and and get on the you know on the water. Uh, yeah. So it, uh, the the building is where the Tampa Bay Lightning play. So it's a it's a fun uh, fun arena. You know, Tampa Bay's won a couple Stanley Cups past couple of years. Um, so mm-hmm. it's it's definitely turned into a, a hockey area for sure. And uh, it's a place uh, Gopher fans would love love to go for sure. All right. So let's let's shift it a little bit from yep. the opponents and the schedules and whatnot. And let's talk about some of these studs, some of these stars yep. on the Gophers roster. Now, if Faber leaves, I think he still would have the option to return if he wanted yes. to, but 
I'm guessing he probably will lean towards maybe heading to the pros. Mm -hmm. If he does, what is something that this team will miss the most about Faber? His leadership. Uh, You know, you hear him speak too. He's such a mature kid. Um, You know, he's been one of my favorite golfers to watch over the you know past couple of years you know he originally was a notre dame uh commit same with uh, with logan cooley so to get yeah. both of those guys was was a huge uh uh you know advantage for for the gophers getting them here um but you know he's he, he plays you know such important minutes for this team um you know he's not relied on his offense a whole lot just because he had mm-hmm. you know lacombe and and Johnson, um, and, and Coaster. Um, so, you know, just his presence, um, you know, he, you know, you look at that past game on, on Sunday in overtime, you know, he made a, a just amazing defensive play in his own, own, own zone and brought the puck up and got the puck to Logan Cooley and Logan Cooley's, you know, slammed, slammed home the game winner. Um, you know, he's, he's just a, such a force out there. He's so good defensively and, um, his offensive game is going to continue to grow. I know that's one thing the Wild are um, looking forward to, uh, you know, getting getting him there eventually. Um, and uh, you know, being a captain is 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 especially for the for that university is it's a huge honor. Um, and they're they're going to really miss him once uh, once he signs for sure. It just every, everything he brings uh, to the team. Right. Absolutely. Um, and then another guy, another leader on this team that probably will be taking the next step after this season is Matthew Nyes. We've mm-hmm. brought him up quite a bit tonight. Do you think that he has the skill set to be elite at the NHL level, or what do you think his ceiling could be? Maybe not immediately when he goes, but as he grows and develops in the actual league. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's grown into his bodies. Uh, when I first saw him, I was like, he's a man child on the ice. Um, you know, and you know, he's going to a Toronto team that they really wanted him over the summer. Um, they wanted to sign him, and he wanted one one more year. Uh, you know, with his buddies at the U, and he, uh, you know, I think getting to the Frozen Four and losing to Mankato was a bitter taste in his mouth, and he mm-hmm. he wanted to run it back and uh, you know try to go all the way this time, and so. Uh, you know, that says a lot about, about him. Uh, and because like I said, he could be playing right now. Um, but you know, I think, um, you know, he's joining a, uh, a team that has a lot of offense. Um, like I said, Austin Matthews is also mm-hmm. from Arizona and, uh, Mitch Marner and William Nylander. And so, uh, I think him, him joining that, that type of team, uh, you know, he won't have to be the man, um, but mm. he could play on the line with one of those, uh, you know, guys that I mentioned and, and fit right in, um, just based on his size, you know, he's not five, nine, he's not five ten, Um, and he's got the weight to him too. Um, and he, right. he loves to play physical and he's got that shot and he's got the skill too. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, he, I think he'd fit right in. Um, you know, if they, if, if Toronto wants some, you know, uh, after the gopher season is done, I think he could fit right in their team for, for the NHL playoffs, which would be right. super exciting. Same thing with Brock Faber. Um, so I'll be, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm excited to root him on in, in the pros when, when he signs for sure. Yeah, I definitely feel that. And I think that it's interesting because last year, I mean, he still played on really talented lines, yeah. but then you look at the line he's been playing on this year with Cooley and Snuggerud, and it's like, he really shows he can adjust to, not having to be the star player. He can adjust with those stars as well. So I think this year has only helped 
him in mm-hmm. his development. So that's awesome to kind of see that perspective as well. Yeah. Yeah. hundred uh, percent. You know, this team is chocked full of NHL guys. It's, <laughs> it, you know, you go to the games, you know, I go up in the press box with my dad and it's uh, you know, just, it's so fun to watch from above. Um, you just, you get a different perspective of, of the game and, and how, how plays develop and uh, you know, that, that team can fly. Um, and, it, like I said, it, it's it's so much fun watching the guys when they're younger, and then you get to see them get, you know, go from uh, uh, college to to the pros, and uh, you know sometimes they have to go to the AHL first, and you see their their game continue to develop, and and then they make it to the NHL, and you know a guy that was on this team last year, Sammy Walker, seeing him. Uh, uh, you know, go from the Iowa Wild to to the Minnesota Wild. Uh, it's been so much fun to watch. Another another Edina guy, um, and uh, it was really cool to see <laughs> you got him. Quite a few of those. Over exactly. There in Edina, huh? <laughs> it was really cool to see him get his first NHL goal um, the other night, um, and uh, you know, for him to make it, uh, yeah, it's cool to see a hometown kid make it. But yeah, all these guys that that make it, uh, it's a dream. You know, they they start skating when they're like three or four years old and uh you know to finally make it to the nhl is it's it's so cool to watch their parents because you know the parents have such a huge role in their development and taking them all over the country and all over the state in in the car and for practices early practices late practices games everywhere so yeah it's it's fun you know you know it's not 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 only their dream but their you know the family's dream and you know uh it's such a cool accomplishment for sure absolutely and speaking of sammy walker uh, congrats (laughs) to him he also was just named an ahl all-star so love to see him kind of really diving in and flourishing at that next level. Yes. Now let's close on this question. We'll wrap it up with this one. It maybe isn't a fun topic for Gophers fans, (laughs) but it is something that you have to start to let the realism settle in. And it is what players do you expect to depart after this season? And strictly talking players that can make the jumps to the pros, not who are out of eligibility or anything like that, but what players do you think could take that next step at the end of this year? Yeah, we've mentioned, uh, you know, Brock Faber with, with the wild, um, you know, uh, there's been rumors with, with the wild that they might be, uh, looking to trade Matt Dumba. And so, um, you know, Brock Faber would be the ideal (laughs) replacement for him. He, uh, would have a cheap contract. And so I, you know, I think that's one that, you know, the, Bill Guerin in the wild really want to sign right away. And then, you know, Matthew Nyes, we mentioned him, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, it'll, it'll be tough, uh, tough to see him go, but I, you know, I think he's ready. Um, you know, Logan Cooley, um, there's been some debate on if he'd come back or not. Um, Arizona, um, they're, they're really, <laughs> really low in the standings in the NHL. And, uh, you know, he was the third overall pick and they really could use him, you know, down there in Arizona, you know, spark of spark of franchise. Um, so we'll see. I think, I think it's 50, 50. If he comes back, uh, of course they would love for him to come back and continue to, uh, uh to develop. Um, you know, same thing with Snuggerud, um, mm-hmm. with the blues, um, you know, it's all going to come down to their cap. Same thing with Logan Cooley. Um, both those guys, um, you know, when, when you're first joining the NHL, you have, uh, you know, pretty low uh, paying contracts. And so it's really ideal for the, for those NHL teams, because, um, you know, if, if their production pays off, 
you know, it's, it's huge because you're not paying them, you know, you know, very much. Um, and so, you know, that's why those, those types of contracts are enticing for, for those teams to, to sign. And yeah, typically, um, you know, if, if they don't sign, you know, by their junior year, that's when, when they sign. Um, and so that's, you know, that's why Brock Faber is probably gonna, gonna sign. Um, and so, yeah, those are, those are names to, to, to watch out for maybe a rep pit, rep Pitlick too. Um, you know, he's been having, having pretty good season. Aaron Huglin maybe too with Buffalo, just cause again, uh, cheap contracts. So those are uh, some of the names to, to look out for. Awesome. Well, Gophers fans, you hearing that information right there, it just tells you that you need to go out there, support the Gophers this year, cheer them on to a natty. And thank you, Alex, for coming on the show today. And Gophers fans, this won't be the last time you see his face on this podcast because we're definitely going to make sure to get more hockey content going on here. We're going to have Alex on more often as well. Yes. Thank you, Kane, so much. Uh, looking forward to it. Like I said, uh, we got, uh, you know, the conference tournament coming up and the NCAA tournament and you know, hopefully a frozen four run for the, for the Gophers. So lots of, lots of Gopher uh, hockey talk uh, coming up for sure. Yes, indeed. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Locked On Golden Gophers. Hit subscribe on YouTube if you haven't already so you don't miss any of this content and we will see you next time.